0: Five, four, three, two, one. I was just listening to Janet Jackson before I got here.
1: (laughs) Were you getting hyped? I was getting
0: hyped. I I don't know. It was just one of those weird things that for some reason Siri said, play Janet Jackson. I don't
1: picture you being like a Janet Jackson. Okay. This is Light the Fight.
0: Oh, yeah. Welcome to Light the Fight. (laughs) I is David.
1: And I'm Heidi. You're
0: supposed to say I are Heidi to go along with the joke, but okay.
1: Next time, write me a little note. About the job.
0: <laughs> My four-year-old son will randomly... I'll be saying something. He'll be like, hey, Siri. <laughs> he oh, start really? talking to Siri. And um, on the way in here, um, I said something. Because I have two phones, a work phone, a personal phone. And I said Don't something. Don't tell people that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said something, and I said the word Jackson. And it said, play, Janet Jackson. And so I was like, let's see what she plays. I just was wondering. what Siri played. And it was like, five, four, three, two, one. I think it was the... Um, pleasure principle or one of those like uh know what was the dance one where she's like Rhythm Nation
1: we are a I of I think it was Rhythm, Rhythm Nation, Nation. Woo. Brandon's like I've never even heard of it and any I other. just
0: kept listening and then another Janet Jackson I'm like I'm listening to Janet Jackson on my way to like the fight so everyone is welcome for the reminder that Janet Jackson actually she just came out with a new single so if you haven't she listened to Janet Jackson in a while
1: I've been a fan of forever I'm like I'm like the Jackson fan fan for life.
0: Well, I lived like 15 minutes away from her, and a couple of my friends, we drove by and stalked her house out in Rancho Santa Fe, California, that <laughs> was pretty awesome. cool. But anyways, you are listening to Light the Fight, not the Janet Jackson podcast, and um glad you're here with us. It is the new year. This is our first podcast of 2019, and uh, I just want to take a moment to reflect on the year in review.
1: New year, new you.
0: New year, new you. Um,
1: or I like the memes that are like... New Year, same me. <laughs> New Year's, same me. I haven't seen that New year, one. New Year's, same problems. Wah, that's wah, wah, that's wah. true. There's, there's a lot
0: of funny memes out there. But you know, I've been really grateful and thankful for this whole entire Light the Fight, um, just extravaganza, journey, podcast, fun. Um, so I was thinking about the whole entire year, and I was like, you know what? One of the things that I can say – has really been um, something that's helped me out a lot personally this year is just having the relationship with you, Heidi, and with our producer, Brandon, because we've been spending a lot of time this past year, just the three of us. And even though you guys get to hear what we talk about in the podcast, we're thinking about maybe turning on the mic when the podcast isn't on (laughs) and get some bonus content problem is that a lot of you guys could use that as blackmail for us or against (laughs) us, not for us. No, in all seriousness, we just have some cool conversations. So I just want to tell both of you guys that I've been really thankful for you guys' friendships and, and the relationships because not only would Light the Fight not be possible with all three of us, but it's just been really cool. The conversations we've had, even not on the microphone, the ones on the microphone, really amazing, but the ones off the microphone. It's kind of like when you go to lunch with your friends, whatever, and you just have a great conversation. That great conversation just – it can carry you through a pretty crappy week.
1: Absolutely. And because it's basically just been like free therapy for me, it's really been a bonus. (laughs) I mean I don't want to just come right out and say that I'm using you.
0: Well, there's been, like, two <laughs> times that I can think of where I came in here and I was like, okay, guys, I can't do it. I need help tonight. And you're like, I guess we're not getting free coaching from Dave tonight.
1: Right. And because so I needed like, some help, man. Okay, I've had some I'm hot like, mess moments. Okay, I'm two points for David, 52 points for
0: Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, in all honesty, I, I I can remember one time at least where I came in during the summer and can't remember all the details of it. But, man, it was just a bunch of stuff stacking up mostly my professional life and a little bit, you know, you know, with, you know, I have a mother that's, you know, coming towards the end of her life. So there's a bunch of stuff going on, but I remember I came in one time and it was like, all right guys, I need you guys to help me today. And I just broke down, talked, cried, and then we did the podcast. So I want to thank you guys for that. Cause you know, that, that was a great help to me. And I'm usually the one that, I just assume the role that, okay, I'll listen and I'll weigh in to kind of give ideas and thoughts to help out. But it's good to know that I could be a hot mess and you guys didn't, you know, shame me for that.
1: <laughs> no shame. No shame on the the hotter the mess. No shaming.
0: No intentional shaming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in fact, it was pretty funny. I got to tell you a funny, a funny story. Um, we were on our way to meet up with David. Connor was actually going to be meeting with David and we pulled out. And I noticed that there was a text message from David on my phone. And so I gave my phone to Connor and I said, this is going to be David telling us he's running late. <laughs>
0: I'm nodding my head, yeah. You may proceed.
1: And Connor opens it up and he's like, and it said, you know, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And Connor was like, oh, can I give him the face palm? Can I give him the face palm emoji? And I was like, no, we don't shame each other. Just give him a thumbs up. But he, I just want you to know that he, he was trying to give you a Polynesian thumbs up.
0: Well, no, I figured that. <laughs> I figured that. He's trying to give me a Polynesian thumbs up. He told me to. He's like, I was trying to be cool. Give you the Polynesian thumbs up.
1: <laughs> yeah, For sure. Anyway, so. See, there's no shame here. We well, well, thank you. And, you know, I can. I remember when I first met David, I thought, I got to get him that T-shirt that says, I'm sorry I'm late, or I didn't want to come, or <laughs>
0: Well, in my defense, um I have three good excuses I go to every time. I try not to be too creative because it's, hard, it's harder for people to buy it if I have like these Okay, all my family members died in the past three hours. Like you know, you start some people start making up excuses. You're like, do you have any family members left? (laughs) Because I remember I had this one girl that I worked with for a while, and I swear every other weekend her grandpa died. Her other grand, I'm like, how many grandparents do you have? (laughs) Because just like there's always a death in her family of a really close relative, and she always had a great excuse.
1: Though David, I think that I probably made you like every time I was meeting with you. Whether it was with Corey or one of my other kids, I was causing you to be late. So I there will never be any <laughs> <laughs> any shame.
0: Well, I would say feelings don't have time limits. That's I remember the true. very first therapist I went to and well take not the first therapist, but one of the first therapists I went to. Yes, I've been to many if you guys are putting that together. <laughs> more than two. Um, she had an alarm clock that she would set and Unbeknownst to me, the first session, like the alarm clock goes off and I was crying. <laughs> and I like looked over at her and I looked at the alarm clock. She's like, okay, that's our five minute warning. And I was like, is are you serious right now? Wrap it up. Yeah, like wrap it up. <laughs> and then when five minutes was done, she's like, uh, time, she's up. I'm like, oh, so time's a female now and it's up and I'm done regardless. with And I just remember going, I will never do that. Just something seems so wrong. My first time ever meeting with her, I broke down, and started crying. I you know, was going through a lot of hot mess issues in my life, and she had an alarm clock. Beep, beep. It was like those old ones that had like a wood side panel and the big old digital numbers, and it was a bad alarm clock. It yeah. didn't even play a cool song or nothing, so just thought I'd share that with everybody that I'm used to being shamed, so that's why I'm, I'm a great example here for you. So looking at the year in review Heidi, what are some of the things that stand out to you um just the whole entire light the fight experience because you know I had a couple more that I wanted to share but just curious.
1: I will tell you this and we've we've talked about this if you've if you've stuck with us long enough or if you've taken my advice which is to start from the beginning and kind of work up to it. Um that's kind of a double-edged sword because frankly those first few episodes were rough, and those are the ones. So the first four episodes that you guys hear me talking um, is
0: really the sixth, seventh, and eighth episode that we recorded. Right.
1: So we recorded those a couple times. We lost some of the content. We decided to re-record,
0: change the name, we changed of the, podcast. the name, right?
1: And so I'd even had like some practice runs, but
0: I, I remember you saying, "I don't think I have any more tears." to cry still. So I think I'm good. And you did. And you're able to cry. Magically magically. I was,
1: but I would stutter. I couldn't remember words. I didn't, it was so difficult for me to even kind of maintain a, a train of thought. I was, I would sweat. I was nervous. I was so uncomfortable. Um, we recorded four episodes before we told anybody about it um, so that like when people went, you know, they could kind of get a, a good dose. I thought that'd be a great idea. I don't know why. I mean, it, it was probably good. I guess it got me more committed than maybe just one episode would have in, in that moment. But I remember exactly. So we we'd held a community event and it was a sold out. Community event, and our plan was to tell people about the podcast. This was going to be our first announcing of the podcast, and I was sick. Like I wasn't nervous about the community event because we'd done that before. Um, I was so nervous, and right before we did it, right right before we did the event, I posted on social media about about light the fight, and. I just, I was just a nervous wreck. And... the um, you
0: guys, when Heidi's nervous wreck and I sense it and I ask her, are you, I'm like, is everything okay? And she looks at me, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's gonna be fine, everything's gonna be great, I'm good, let's keep going. <laughs> when she doesn't want to talk at all, I'm like, okay, she's just, she's got 30 minutes before it all comes out, so we just got to keep it moving. So I knew that, and then later afterwards you said that was really tough, and I was like, oh, that's right. We're doing a podcast tonight, not just the event, because I thought at first you were nervous for the event, but yeah, it had nothing to do with the event.
1: Um the the best thing about this year, and I mean talk about New Year's resolutions. Last year, what I wrote down is that I wanted to learn how to speak about my story. I wanted I wanted to try to get my voice back. And This podcast, like, I couldn't have done it without this podcast. And it's like what you always say. We get better at what we practice at. And it has not been easy for me. And talking, guys, has never been a problem. Like, since the dawn of time, I could talk. I'm that annoying person that you sit next to in the plane that can just, like, talking is not a problem. But finding my voice... Facing my shame, owning the story was not easy for me to find my voice. And I couldn't have, I I absolutely know that without this podcast, I would not have done it. And so for me, I'm going to admit that even though I still have struggles, and if you're wondering about that, just listen to last week's episode, um, I have come a long way. Not every day.
0: Which, by the way, Heidi texted me two times. You sure we don't want to delete that last episode? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's already posted. I really,
1: I I really think we we could have. Um, So, I have this podcast, and you listeners, um, I received a really healthy amount of feedback last week. Um, And, it's just a huge blessing when you face your shame and you get supported, and it doesn't have to be in front of the world. it can be right on your couch with somebody that's close to you um, but it's it's a powerful it's a it's a powerful process, and Light the fight has has given me that
0: yeah um, i'm agreeing I'm in agreement with you um, you know i've I had more practice on the microphone than you did. Cause public speaking out in front of people, that's different than just speaking to a microphone. For across sure. table. It's it definitely is a lot different. And then you got to go back. Usually when you do public speaking, you're not listening to it like the next day and you're not. Or saying ever. It mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, podcasts, it really exposes all your weird idiosyncrasies, all those like little things, the
1: stupid things that you say over and over that. you're like.
0: And, and I, I it. still have mine and, I know in the beginning, probably a lot worse when I did my radio show and my other podcast, I said like a lot. Like and right, like, right, like, right. Like, <laughs> and uh, after a while, um, lots of slaps to my own face because when I make mistakes, I feel the need to hit myself. It's, it's probably My wife still looks at me she's like, you better not do that in front of our son. I'm like, it's just from my childhood, but I'm still trying to work on that one. I just don't punch myself. I slap myself. So it's a lot, you know, less damaging to my brain. But, you know, just seeing some things that you say and some things that you like that you don't like, I think it's good to be critical of yourself, just not a critic. And so I think you and I have both learned how to like, how to coach ourselves on how to speak because I don't think we need to have anyone tell us if we sound stupid If someone's opinion is they don't think we're funny, that's fine. But if we're listening to ourselves talk, I think it helps us pay more close attention to the words we choose. And then when we go talk to people in our normal day-to-day life, I think I've just gotten better at finding words that describe points I'm trying to make. So this podcast has really helped me speak better as well. That's why I said I can definitely agree with you on that. And also I trust you and you trust me Um, sometimes it's difficult to talk to people that you don't know. Well, like if we were interviewing random strangers here, and and that's why we've pretty much decided not to interview people. not saying we won't ever have anyone on the podcast, but we just didn't want to throw our own vibe off because I think if we had someone sitting here that we're trying to interview them, it, it would be a whole different type of podcast. And it would be difficult for us to, um, figure out like how to talk with another person in the room. So I like where we're at right now. I think we've got a long way to go, but I think it's a good place to go. And one of the big highs for me besides, like you said, like just getting your voice. Um, and I know what you mean by that, um, getting your voice back. You know, you've spoken and said a lot of inspiring things to people, but I think now you're saying them in the way that you want to say them. Not, You're not guarding it. You're not hiding. Because I know there's times where you start to say something and then you question if you can say that or not. And that's what I think is part of what you're saying is like getting your voice back is being sure of what you're saying instead of questioning what you're saying. And then after you say it, questioning if it was good enough, but just to put it out there. Um, Another big high for me this year is the parent workshops and the sponsorship with one 800 contacts. Um, Technically it's a sponsorship, but realistically it's just a community partnership and that's been super great to have that. You know, we don't need validation. I think it can help. And I'm not saying like everybody, but I'm saying our situation. It's just cool that when people see that what you're doing is helping them or helping their employees or, you know, different people that are in their circle of friends and family. It's cool to have them be willing to sign off for us and put their company name, you know, next to us. And, you know, we're probably not gonna have lots of sponsorships on this podcast. I, I don't think that's... The direction we're going we don't want to have our listeners listen to 10 minutes of advertising's that are scripted by someone else but having that sponsorship and that partnership with them and then doing the parent workshops i really do hope at some point every one of our listeners in the future um, will be able to attend a parent workshop and that's up to us to do more of them you know mm-hmm. we can't do two or three a year and expect everyone to come to one <laughs> But especially we're going to have to.
1: Especially when yeah. we only let thirty people in. Yeah,
0: especially when we only let thirty people in. But, um, yeah, doing the parent workshops, you know, I'll have you weigh in on that. But man, that has been one of the biggest highlights for me because we're buzzing for days later. It just feels so great after we get to be with you guys and get to hear more about your details and your stories and to see your light bulb moments.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I have a couple things to say. First of all, I got to meet over at 1 800 today with, um with the team that is helping us. So we've mentioned this before coming up on January 31st here in Salt Lake, we're doing a community event that is sponsored by one and we're calling it don't freak out. Um, and we're, we're sharing the information that I think that every parent, every, and I, and I, I guess I've said this in the past, like if you're a leader, if you're a teacher If you're a coach, if you're a parent, if you have anybody, if you're a manager, if you have anybody rely on you, you know, you need to come.
0: And if you want to know if it works or not, try it with your teenagers, because if it works (laughs) with your teenagers, it's going to work with other people. Yeah, that's.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I got to sit with their with the creative director for one eight hundred contacts and their copyright guru. And they presented to me. so, So I had met with them before kind of explained what we we're trying to accomplish and we just had this amazing experiences as as I shared with them what our goals are and and what we're what we're trying to do and how we're trying to destigmatize and you know all these things and to go back today and here I have these guys that are good at their jobs and it's been a couple of weeks and over the holidays and they're both like so excited to present to me like what they've come up with to the verbiage and, and the marketing for this event. And I could just feel that this had been sitting with them and that they really cared about us, about our little podcast over here in the corner, you know? And I, I left and I just was like, oh my gosh, this amazing company. And and when I say this is an amazing company, like frankly
0: Heidi's tried to apply many times. And I just, keep just wanna I own. just <laughs>
1: wanna get a job there. <laughs>
0: no, you want the free food, the chef, I do. the personal I, trainers.
1: It is the most amazing place to work.
0: Heidi would be the social consultant. She would just walk around and talk to people. Hey, what's your favorite color? I'll make Hi you guys. something.
1: <laughs> oh, I just feel like they need a scrapbook on staff or something. Absolutely. The like every one of the floors is just beautiful and they have their goals posted and like I love it there. I want to move in. Um and I just thought, my gosh, what did we do to get to work with this amazing (laughs) group of people? I so dang, I, I mean that was a huge highlight. Awesome. Um then talking about the parent workshops. And talking about another one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. And you guys, this is coming from somebody. I mean, I have, I've traveled the world teaching workshops and I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I can't tell you that I've never been scared. I've, I've been nervous and, you know, hoped that what I prepared people would like and they would feel value and, and all those things but never the kind of scared that I felt ready to go on and tell parents that I knew were scared for their own children's lives how to improve that relationship. <laughs> there is no there is no pressure like that. And David, you, you deal with that every day when you go to work. Um... That was something that scared me. And when I tell you that I stayed up nights on end working on the content, uh, taking David's information and trying to break it down and assimilate into a way that it would make sense to me so that I knew that it would make sense to a parent that was in panic mode, right? And of course, trying to make it bedazzled, as you would say. Um... That caused me to reach into a place that I've never, that I didn't know existed for myself, which means on the other end of it, I have always said that my very favorite part about my job and about traveling around and teaching is to see light bulbs go off in in people's brain and to sit in a classroom. and, And from the front of the room, you can literally see boom, 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 boom people's minds. You can see the perspectives changing. You can see this weight being lifted. Like, okay, I can do that. Okay. I get that. Okay. That makes
0: sense. You see them laughing at themselves, oh. realizing that, oh my gosh, I do that all the time.
1: And then I was like, okay, now, you know, what I wanted, what I hoped was that, uh, that this stuff that I that I didn't know before that somehow I could help other people know before it was too late that dream was coming true.
0: Yeah, two thousand eighteen has definitely been um you know I think it's been a big bridge. Uh so starting light the fight. Um We're trying to go from all the experiences that you've had, Heidi, all the years of experiences I've had to helping families, kids, people. And we're trying to take this information and we're trying to get it out there to as many people as we can. But we needed a bridge to do that. And Light the Fight is the bridge. It's the connector from the island to the mainland, however you want to look at it, from two bodies, from the body of the struggle of the families to the successful safe places of the families and you know right now not with all my people that i talk to but a lot of people um want to do new year's resolutions but don't want to do new year's resolutions um i think not everyone but i think enough people have figured out that it's, you almost jinx it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you know like you want to put it out there to the universe this is what i'm gonna do this one i'm gonna do but i work with a lot of young people and they have confessions to me like, so last year I posted on social media all these New Year's resolutions I was going to be doing. And I think in about three weeks, people pretty much figured out I wasn't doing any of those. And so they had to go in the cover up and pretend it never happened, try to delete the post or, you know, avoid those conversations with their parents or whoever it may be. So a handful of teenagers this year prior to this said, hey, is there something else besides New Year's resolutions that I could do? Like, even if we just call it, just tell me it's something different, David. <laughs> like, so I, I don't make myself look like a fool or, you know, and they were, they are honestly asking me like, what can I do something to feel like I have a fresh start, but not set myself up for totally unrealistic expectations. And my response to that is start to build your bridge. And so by their idea, not by mine, some people started creating social bridges, emotional bridges. Um, family bridges and so instead of just a traditional to-do list or goals for you know the new year they started doing seeing it more like they're going to build a bridge to get to the place where they ultimately want to be but they realized in the past partly because their youth partly because the world that they live in says you can have your huge successes today and that you don't have to take 20, 30 years or work all year for it like the old school people did. You can just get it right away. I think after enough, even young people fail at those unrealistic expectations. They they want something more tangible they can work with. So a lot of them are just calling it a bridge. Like I'm just building a social bridge. And I go, okay, what's your social bridge? This one girl came in and she said, I want to build a social bridge with relationships. She doesn't have a friend group right now that she feels specifically attached to. She's going from her junior year of high school. She's now in her senior year of high school. All of her friends that were got her through high school, she's realizing some of them are going in a different direction. She's going to college, she's going a different direction. She's feeling the loss. And so what she wanted to do is, I'm going to go back and make cards and, and do all these things to try to rebirth or bring back to life these relationships. But then she listened to our podcast about expiration dates. Hmm.
1: I like it. You know, it's kind of funny when the teenagers listen to these. Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're I, like, hey, mom, don't should we put an expiration date on this curfew. <laughs>
0: well, that's what they do. They're like, maybe you're te- maybe you're saying something with a podcast I get used to get my parents to give me what totally I want. Totally hey, are. Hey, they're just trying to get their needs met. It's just survival. <laughs> well, what she did was she said that she wanted to build a social bridge but instead of building a bridge to the expired relationships, she wanted to build a bridge to potential future relationships. So she picked 10 people that she thinks that I could be their friend. They've reached out to her in the past. She's just been too busy being popular and doing all these things that there are certain people that she thinks she could have relationships with outside of high school. They're also similar interests as her. So what she did was she came up with 10 individual creative things to do to reach out to these people. Some people, she did something more personal, like she sent a a Merry Christmas card to a couple girls, a couple guys in particular. She just kind of sent them a text with a, a funny funny gif, funny meme, and it was all related upon the, in the new year, it's the new me, and I'd like to see the new you. Like, just something funny. And what she did was she showed me the responses that she got from different people, and she realized that she was trying very successfully accomplishing, so trying and successfully accomplishing, to build a connection with people that she thinks might be potential candidates for new relationships. She never intentionally thought of doing that. She always thought, I'm losing my old friends, and I don't have new friends, and that sucks. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to do these huge, extravagant things, but then she's like, I'm not 14. I'm not going to start a YouTube channel. I got, like, she's just like, "She's like, I can't do the same things I did before. That was her statement, not mine. And by the way, I did get permission from this girl to talk about this. Like, oh, can I share this on the podcast? She's like, oh, please do. I love it. So um, point is, she's now in this position. She's 18 years old. She's a senior in high school. And instead of grieving the death of her old relationships because those relationships expired, she doesn't hate them. They don't hate her. Just they don't have anything in common anymore. She's now trying to build a social bridge to potential new relationships. A couple of the girls who are also going to the college that she's going to she shared with them how excited she was. She sent them the Christmas card. Um, she gave one girl a gift card that you know she just had that she wasn't going to use, but she knew the girl liked it. The response that she was getting back from all these kids put the biggest smile on this girl's face. So she decided from now on, instead of having New Year's resolutions, she's going to build New Year's Bridges.: So
1: it's interesting.
0: What I started to do is I said, well, shoot, if it worked for her, I mean, I, I gave it to a couple people. She really took this. She wanted, you know, I've talked to, you know, kids in your family, I've talked to other kids. If you don't have a tribe, maybe it's because you have to create your own. Again, I'll refer to tribalism and like Native Americans, um, most human beings through research in Native American tribes that they could only sustain a certain amount of people living off the land in that area. So on average, you know, it was, I forget who's the scientist, psychologist came up with this, but we can only sustain about 150 close intimate relationships, meaning 150 people that we can show up for, help, have intimate details about their life. So, in Native American culture, it was often common that after they met a certain number, they couldn't provide resources for that many people in that area. So, some people would have to branch off and they'd go to a different valley, they would go to a good, different area. So, for example, here in Utah, they'd also be part of a U tribe. Now, this is the way it was explained to me. So, if anyone says, hey, that's not how it works, it's a metaphor, okay? I'm just trying to make a metaphor. <laughs> but basically, you start another tribe, not because the tribe that you're from is not a good tribe. But something is expired. There's not enough resources for everyone. And in a lot of cases, not a lot of people would have the same goals or intentions. So this girl, I mean, I told her all my spiel and she was like, I'm going to do it. So she went and did it, came back. And her results from it, I'm like telling all the young people that don't want to do a New Year's resolution, but instead want to build relationships throughout the new year. Because I think a New Year's resolution is like, I have to do this thing right now to be successful. But if we think that we're building something, there's something that just kind of triggered in this girl's mind. It's like, oh, well, this is going to take time. And for young people specifically, telling them that you're going to have a great outcome, but it's going to take you all year or multiple years or multiple months to do, my responses that I usually get are like, ugh, really? But like two weeks? But it's months? interesting
1: because the that visual picture that you put in your head of, okay, you've got to build a bridge. And at that point, what I thought, like, I started seeing in my head, like, okay, if we're going to go from the mainland to an island or something like that, like, you got to get some equipment, you know, we're talking about some big, major efforts that aren't going to happen in one day. Because a lot of times with resolutions, we're like, (laughs) and I like the memes that say something like, I didn't eat sprinkles on my donut. What do you want? You know, I don't. Or, you know, I didn't eat a donut all day and I still can't fit it in my pants. I'm, I'm sick of this. <laughs> you know, whatever. We want it to happen so fast. We want results to be so fast. We want to snap our fingers and get to that new you or, or whatever. Building a bridge really implies that this is going to take some time and some energy and some effort. And you can't, you would never expect that to just pop up.
0: Producer, Google the, word, the definition of the word resolution. He's, he's working on it. Yeah, he's working on it. No, you're right. And that's what she told me. And I just kind of had an idea because there's, there's a whole lot that went into why I suggested that. And this was something new for me. And for some reason, something about building bridge takes a while. But what's the purpose of building a bridge? For it to be up for a day, no, no. You build a bridge to last yeah, a long that's... time. Yeah. And so she, you know, shared it with one of her friends, um, a woman that I met with recently. She, okay, we got the definition right here. She was saying, "Well, I'm going to build a physical bridge," and her physical bridge was very complex because that means she has to make doctor's appointments. So it wasn't like I'm going to go to the gym and work out. Well, and she realized that, like, I don't even know if it's safe for me to work out because she's had some physical complications in the past, well, she's ignored the physical complications because the physical complications make her feel bad, and she just tries things that she's not even sure if she should be trying. So if she's going to be a, build a physical bridge. She's not going to go take two yoga classes each day, run a marathon. Like She could hurt herself. In fact, that was her history. She would get hurt when she would try to do these New Year's resolutions because she's brave. She's, not, she's a tough woman, just she's had some physical problems not go her way. So she's trying, and I'm waiting to kind of hear back from her. And again, I got permission from her, you know, if I could talk about this, because there's no real shame behind this, is actually one of those things where she also said, you know what, if I'm going to build a physical bridge, well, then I got a lot of work to do, but just like a bridge, it's going to get me to a destination. And if I can build this bridge, it's going to stand for a long time. It's not going to be an overnight fad. And I know this, I don't know if this sounds too simple and too easy, but it's I'm, I'm really counting on people kind of keying into what exactly, what was being, okay, here we go. What exactly was being um, connected, what, what these people were connecting with. So I'm, I'm looking at the definition right now. Resolution, a firm decision to do or to not do something. Oh my gosh. That's the reason why resolutions don't work. It's black or white. Oh, people, our brains like the in-between. Well, think about it. If you don't go work out the first couple days or if you eat bad, then you didn't make your New Year's resolution. Shame on you. Thanks, Brent. I I had a feeling because you guys out there, a little confession. In the past, I've tried to sound smart and use (laughs) big words. The problem is my profession is that I will never be the smartest person in the room when you get a bunch of psychology grad students and people that are in my profession, they'll be using words. I'm like, okay, I think I know what that means. And I throw it back and then I get these weird looks. I'm like, I do not think that word means what you think it means from, you know, Princess bride. You know, so I, I learned really quickly, let me work with teenagers so they don't call me out on those words. And two, let me just try not to word. I just big need words. to
1: use all movie but references I, I'll I got be fine. This,
0: I got on this kick where I was just Googling or researching every word to make sure I was using the definition right. I swear to you, like 80% of the words, I was using them wrong. The big one was humble. I thought it meant to be like meek or passive. Humble means willing to be taught. That's it. I was like, oh, duh, I've used that wrong forever. Resolution, you know, to do or to not do something. So New Year's, to do or to not do. So you do, you're good. You don't do, you're bad. I think I like building the bridge a little bit better.
1: You know, it's interesting. <clears throat> I told you just a minute ago, I told you that my goal last year was to find my voice. My second goal that I set was to address some physical Issues that I had, and I talked about it here on the on the podcast. We talked about how I got my bladder fixed. Right,
0: Brandon, look up what episodes we can tell the listeners to go back and re listen because Heidi would love it if they listened to her (laughs) example and her experience. I can't remember when it was.
1: It was like in May. It was in May that I really want
0: everybody to go back and listen. This was
1: a this was a big deal, and I know I know that like there like I should be embarrassed talking about getting my bladder fixed, but it was the best decision that I have made for myself in maybe, f- in a, in a, I'll just say in a long time. Because I had been, m- my bladder issue had been holding me back for a long time from goals and the way I felt about myself, the way I saw myself. And hyping myself up to actually get it done and actually go into the, to the appointment. But talk about building a bridge. I made the decision that I was going to be attentive to some of my physical issues this year.
0: Went to Movara.
1: I went to Movara, which...
0: Not one week, but two.
1: Dang right, so I'm trying to figure out how to get back there. Best decision ever. Taking care of my physical health meant that other things in my life had to suffer. Like I used to never sleep. And so I got tons of work done it at night when people weren't bugging me and I started sleeping more. Um, But the bridge that was built, built now, I did set the goal that I was going to take care of that issue and I was going to face that shame and I was going to get myself drinking water again and I was going to take care of myself. And now I have this bridge back to my body that has created like you wouldn't you'd be surprised at how much connection you can create with your child jumping the trampoline with them right the bridge that i created now goes back and forth like it is used it is tra- it is trafficked it is utilized and and it's allowing me to achieve things that i could never have done if i hadn't made that decision sacrificed other things, you know, and, and that's um, a
0: new year's resolution type of thing. That was, I got to go to this doctor. I got to do an appointment to do the surgery. I got to get them over. Like there are so many building blocks and just like we're talking with our podcast, we had to commit to doing it. And then I wouldn't let you not do it after we did four episodes and then (laughs) like you didn't like, I just found my voice. Really? You just found your (laughs) voice in the lost and found at the building that doesn't have a lost and found. That's not how it happened. You had to grind it out and get out your toolbox, and if you didn't have the right tool, well then you had to go figure out who had the right tool so you can learn it from them
1: right and And now, at the end of this year, even though like there's some areas in my life that I feel like have slipped um now I have this physical bridge, and I'm my like the fight bridge to to you know and now these bridges can be utilized for for more.
0: Well, bridges connect things. Relationships bridge a gap in our life. Our relationships can give us the best referrals to the best doctors. Um, that's the whole psychology behind Yelp. <laughs> it is. I mean, we don't always... Can We can't always think of someone that knows of the right restaurant, the right location, and to get them to respond back to you. How do I get there? So Yelp really provided something that a lot of people needed, but they didn't realize how important we depend upon other people for references. And we're struggling more and more in today's world. I mean, this is just my worldview. I believe that we're struggling more and more to identify what's real and what's not real. Right. And for the young women out there that will compare themselves, which is natural to do to the other young women out there that have thousands of followers that have, you know, the body type that a lot of young girls would want. You know, it's really hard to tell if the popularity from their likes and the followers that they have, if that's truth and I think the reason why that's hard to tell is because popularity isn't necessarily truth. For sure. And yeah. so if you're building a bridge, it's going to take some time, but I think you're going to see some things while you're building those bridges that just doing a to-do list of, I'm going to go to the gym three times, I'm going to do this, it's, it's a much broader focus.
1: Well, and I really like this idea that <clears throat> if, if you can pick to work on something that you get to keep you know losing 10 pounds <laughs> you will find it again spoiler alert right yeah. you, you know if your resolution is to give up soda you're going to go back to <laughs> well maybe you won't i cherish my soda um so you know if you if you do these things just to try to fit in or because everybody else is doing it or somebody somewhere is telling you you should do this you know, maybe I really like this idea of if I'm, if I'm going to make a decision that this year's, this is what I'm going to work on. Is this something that's going to serve me, you know, to, to go to new places.
0: And it may take you the whole entire year. And so I think it's important to reframe it, to use different words to put that into perspective that you're going to be here while well. you're going to be doing this. while well. one failure, not going to the gym. It's not a resolution in the sense that you do, or you don't. And by the way, I'm just suggesting a different option to try. Um, everything that I suggest with people, I like to to give them as much option as possible, but also make it simple so that it's practical and applicable, that they can get some sort of momentum with it. And so I'm not saying if you're doing New Year's resolutions and that works for you, I'm not saying that that's bad and you shouldn't do that. I'm saying if New Year's resolutions hasn't worked for you, maybe it's the wording, the terminology, and the approach that if I do it, I'm good. If I don't do it, I'm bad. Maybe that in of itself is shame producing. So when I, I believe it can be. So building a bridge. And if you can find better terminology for it, please use that. But we're just trying to offer a different concept. And this is one of the new fresh ones. I, I'll be honest. This hasn't been something I've been doing for years for people. But every time a year... Th- in the new, you know, this time of year, the new year comes up, it's a topic. Old people, young people, New Year's resolutions, we laugh about them, but then we secretly want to do them, or some people want to do them, but secretly, know we probably won't follow through with them. But just by looking at the definition, I think knowingly, sometimes words and language we use has shame already entwined and enmeshed in it. So it's working for a couple people. I'm going to keep on suggesting it to people that want a different alternative, and I think if you look in the perspective of 2019 is going to be a bridge building year for me to connect with my family, for me to improve in uh, my work status to either get a promotion or to take another job somewhere else that can pay me what I think I'm worth. There's lots of bridges that we can build, but just knowing that it's not a, hey, I do this and I'm good and I don't do this, I'm bad. I think they could just open up a whole lot more potential for people to see that this is a marathon, not a sprint. This is chess, not checkers. You know, there's a lot of metaphors out there to explain that when you know you're going on a long drive, for me and my family from here to California, oh, we got to be strategic, okay? Where's the McDonald's to stop and let the kids play for an hour and a half? Then we got to stop in Vegas, we got to look at the, you know, the the water fountains. Like you can't just throw a 4-year-old in a car for 12 hours and say deal with it, son. It doesn't work. There's, yeah, fry his brain and he can't even look at his iPad, an iPad for that long. So I think in a long trip, we would have to strategically plan it out that this is gonna take a while. We're gonna have discomfort. But if we're just gonna have to get there, then let's just try to see if we have realistic expectations so that we're not trying to run this like it's an instant race that we have to accomplish right away. But instead, we're gonna set ourselves up for success. By the end of this year, we can look back and then we can measure it. And I think what sparked this in our conversation, we're talking about looking back the year of of like the fight in 2018, there was ups and downs in our personal lives. There was times where it just really wasn't convenient to come in and record. I know for me, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to talk about feelings anymore. (laughs) I want to go get punched in the face at my MMA gym. Like I want to not talk about these things, but we still showed up. And at the end of it, I think we built the bridge so that 2019 Light like the Fight is really going to start connecting to a lot more people, different places. And I think that's what we wanted to do in 2018. And you weren't going to find your voice. I wasn't going to get rid of saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> I, I couldn't get rid of the stupid things I'd say in two episodes. I was, if that was my New Year's resolution is not to say stupid things and light the fight, well, then Light the Fight wouldn't be existing. I would have given up already.
1: <laughs> you know, one of the things that I think of when I think of Light the Fight, and and this is how I describe it when somebody says, oh, you know, what is your podcast about? Um, I sometimes explain it that when people have tried things over and over with their in their relationships and nothing has worked in theory, like, you know, you know, and and this is where I was, like, with, with Corey, I was in a place where I tried all the things that I felt like I knew how to do, or thought I knew how to do, or worked for me when I was a teenager, or that's what my mom would have done, or whatever, all those things had failed, hadn't worked, hadn't changed and and i lost my son and and so i knew that something had to to be different we couldn't just keep doing the same thing that we were doing because it wasn't working and you know we've all heard that thing that the definition of in- insanity is is actually doing the same thing and expecting a different result.
0: And you can only complain about your mistakes and failures for so long, and then you get tired of hearing yourself complain. For sure.
1: Light the fight is about doing it different, looking at it in a different way because it it didn't work. And some of the things that – and let's be honest, David, some of the things you say are outlandish enough and uncomfortable enough that – some of us who are listening, we have to have already failed a number of times that we're to the point that we're willing to try something like only making statements instead of asking questions when we're trying to have a conversation. Like worst thing ever. Or how many times it have we heard?
0: Wait, you can't ask questions. That's ridiculous. <laughs> how
1: do you even start a conversation? Yeah, exactly. I think that resolutions falls in that it in does. that yeah. bucket of. You know, we try it every year. That's why Jimmy Fallon jokes about it, and that's why it's got all the memes and Oh yeah. You know. That's what I love about what you just said. It's a completely different approach. I and and I think that's something that I can that I can really chomp down on. And um and you can expl- I like I can explain that to an 11-year-old. Yeah. You know, Connor told me that his new year's resolution was this year not to get hurt.
0: Well, if you look at (laughs) it,
1: and then he fell down and he hit his head on the cabinet and he's like, I've already ruined all my, I already blew my New Year's resolution. I was like,
0: (laughs) so, and I can't imagine any bridges that last longer than a couple days that didn't have a blueprint set aside, like, you know, to build the bridge. And trust me, you guys, my father-in-law is a general contractor, so I've seen a blueprint. <laughs> I've never worked on a construction site. I'm just kidding. have <laughs> worked on it twice. They kicked me off and said, you're not cut out for it. <laughs> Point is, I've seen a blueprint from him, so I can have secondhand knowledge. Point is, when you look at a blueprint, there's a lot of pieces to that. There's angles. There's numbers. It's, it's just not, okay, put a piece of concrete there, put a you know, you know, post there, do this there, and then you're golden. No, the bridge has to be safe. So they have to take a long time to build it because it's going to have to be walked over and over and over and over and over again. And if your physical health, you want to make, you want to build a bridge to that relationship, well, then you better build a bridge that's going to withstand you having days, weeks, months, and maybe even times of your life where it's going to be difficult for you to show up and exercise and, and take care of yourself the way you want to. But if you do it once, you can do it again. I know after my heart surgeries, I took some extreme measures to increase my health. And since then, I've been able to maintain it, not perfectly, simply because I built a bridge and the bridge was forged upon. Apparently, what I was doing before wasn't working. I thought that I was still forever 21. I'd look at my pictures when I played football in college, but that's still me. And my wife's like, you don't look anything like that anymore, you <laughs> right? I did have some serious Keanu Reeves bangs let's, back in the let's day. Let's be honest,
1: <laughs> Alicia is the foreman of your of your physical bridge. Well, it, yeah, it helps. So, in that so there's sense kind that of some, you know, some extra help. Which, it. which, let's be honest, we could all use maybe some people to help us build these bridges.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of us out there, we have friends that are experts in an arena that we need to build a bridge in, so we don't have to build it from scratch. We can contact our friend who's like a YouTube video. They exactly. can show us how to build it or you can actually, in some cases, find a YouTube video that can help you create these year-long progress or these, these year-long changes so that you can actually see progress. I love it and I know most of you out there, well, I don't know, I assume a lot of you out there have heard this before. The word perfect by literal definition in Latin roots means to be whole or complete or in other words, to finish something, something that is done and completed the way we've adopted it, and our primary uh definition that we use is flawless without error. so if you can complete your bridge this year, that bridge can be with you for the rest of your life
1: and that's worth it. that's worth the setbacks, and it's worth the reworking it, and it's the worth using you know, using your best resources and taking your time.
0: And here at Light the Fight, we love to talk about relationships as bridges because, I mean, I know when I was married once before and I went through a divorce, I'm glad I had certain relationships in my life because those were bridges. Because I was lost on a very deserted island. I was sad. I was struggling. It just took one phone call. My cousin came and picked me up. So you can come live with me because I just was not in a good place. And um, that bridge, of that relationship that we forged our whole entire life allowed me to have one person to call. And at that time, I don't think any of my other friends could have helped me out because they're all going through their own, their own stuff too. It just so happened the bridge that I developed with that cousin was forged over him going through our times. I was there for him and he was wanting to pay me back. But if I hadn't built that relationship bridge many years earlier – I would have been in a much more difficult situation, not only going through a divorce, but also going through a divorce couch surfing. (laughs) And there's nothing like a man's ego to have no money, no place to live. And I'm not saying just a man, but, you know, I can only speak for, you know, my species at the moment. And it it was difficult for me at the time, but that bridge that I built with my cousin and I know all of you out there listening, there's been relationship bridges that you've built that have been life-saving or at least life-supporting at times. Sure. So I want to give you another little option, you know, to consider uh, for the year of 2019. And man, it sounds a whole lot better than the either do it or you don't do it.
1: <laughs> well, and at this, at this point, this is where in the podcast we also recruit you or invite you, recruiting or inviting you choose, to to come on this journey with us for 2019. Um, We don't maybe totally know where, where it's going to (laughs) lead,
0: but we know what's going to happen tomorrow. So since this episode is going to be coming up in about 24 hours or less than that, should we go and say whatever we should be looking out for?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Go for it, Heidi. So as you're listening to, um, to this podcast, we have just announced on our website and on our social media that we are we have made some supporter packs, supporter packages available. And um you may have seen on our social media that we've posted some Light the Fight t-shirts and sweatshirts and um, little wristbands that say little, don't freak yeah, out. I have to wear multiple of the don't freak out bands. Um so
0: make you a lay of bands like, <laughs> all around your neck. With you know, like candy we, <laughs>
1: we hear all the time um, people saying, you know, how can we support you guys that like the fight? Um, and this we're not, is, we're not
0: a nonprofit, so you can't nope. technically donate to us.
1: Right. Uh, so one of the ways that if, if you like what you hear and you'd like to continue to, to hear us, we would love your support. Uh, so if you go to the website. We're actually gonna start shipping in two weeks. So if you, you'll place a pre-order, boom, in two weeks, you will get there's a there's a t-shirt supporter pack and there's a sweatshirt option. And um you'll also get, like David just said, the wristband, you'll get some buttons, and you might even get like your own handwritten note from from us here at like the fight.
0: Mine will be in crayons.
1: <laughs> you'll you'll be able to tell from our ha- our handwriting Who's who. pretty easily. Um, but we would we would appreciate your support. We would love to see you guys out there repping.
0: For us, with and I, I kind of like our logo. Light the fight. It's not cheesy, it's you know. Pretty I mean? cool. It
1: gives you an opportunity to be able to to share it.
0: Yeah, people say, "Hey, what's you? light the fight?" Well, let me tell you.
1: And let me tell you right now, we have not scrimped on these t-shirts. These are the softest, both the t-shirt and the sweatshirt. Quite honestly, maybe the softest, most comfortable shirts and t-shirts. It's all unisex sizes.
0: And because we know it takes a long time to build that physical bridge, we made everything in black. <laughs> That's right. right? <laughs> because every,
1: we all look good. In we it. all we look, look better. Like, we look
0: good in black. I, yeah. We're like the blue. No, the black. I'm like darker, darker, darker. I'm like, okay, I feel more comfortable. We're in the black.
1: <laughs> we're trying to look good. Oh, oh yeah. And you, you,
0: you did. I don't think you mentioned it. If you did, I apologize. But we have a couple different supporter packs. So we do have the one with just a t-shirt. You get a button. You get uh, the bracelet. We got one that has the hoodie. And the bracelet and the button, but we also have one that has everything in it, too.
1: That's right. So we got three different so that's packs. So you grand get a t shirt and a
0: hoodie. And if you look at it and you, you say, You want to wear
1: the t shirt under the hoodie yeah. if you get you look, the look at it package.
0: and you say, Wow, that seems moderately expensive for a t shirt and a hoodie because it's a supporter pack. So I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> if you, this is just your way, because this podcast is free, this is your way of saying, Hey, we wouldn't mind if they were still around in a couple months from now. So ah, I don't help buy us a build t-shirt. the bridge, yeah. people. Help us build the bridge, man. Build Thank the you. bridge. See, I knew this conversation. <laughs> help us build the bridge. Help us help you. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. So you can just go to life Super easy. Click to buy. Um, those will commence shipping in in two weeks. Um,
0: the one eight hundred on. January 31st. January
1: 31st. You'll hear more about it. We'll start reminding you as it comes. Um, we'll also be having a newsletter sign up. Right now, we'd like you to sign up and then we'll let you know when that kind of that information. We've got some plans in the works. Um, that's part of the bridge building concept <laughs> coming.
0: But By the we way, you guys, you if you're wondering up. if we're fast bridge, bridge builders, we're not. <laughs> And also February 8th and 9th, we're doing our next 19.0 Parenting Influence Workshop here in South Jordan, Utah at Noah's in the same location we had our last two at. So we're going to be posting all this tomorrow on our website, or you'll be getting this when you hear this episode, website, social media, you'll be seeing it all coming. So we got two events coming up, supporter packs, and lots of ways for you to help us build the bridge.
1: And thank you. Thank you for doing so. Thank you for listening. And you guys, as always, thank you for helping us to light the fight.